You think that I'm running in place? Y'all really testing my patience. Right before I blow up the spot, I had to get back to the basics. What if my talent is wasted? You see, but I'm lacking the placement. Thoughts as I rap in the basement, but my come up is legend is greatness. Welcome to the Dennis Postuma Show. I'm your host, Dennis Postuma, and today I have a very special guest, Sean Michael Crane. Sean, welcome to the show. What's up, Dennis? How you doing, man? Really, really, really good, really good. I'm, I want to. I'm really excited to have this talk. We've had a few conversations in the past. We have a lot of the same beliefs. Sean, you're a coach, a speaker, an author. You got a new podcast coming out. What What all you got going on right now? Yeah, man. Like you said, uh, a lot, a lot of good things, a lot of positive things. So. I do speaking. Um, I'm sorry. You can edit that out if you want. Um, so I have a, a coaching business, a coaching program for men that really helps them to develop self-mastery. So what that looks like is really how to overcome all the limitations, all the negative self-talk, the negative beliefs, the bad habits, the vices, everything that's sabotaging you from becoming your best self. Like how do we cut that out and eliminate it? And what are the new behaviors and habits we need to implement to really sharpen you and to just turn you into a warrior, man. Like the guys that come to me, they lost their purpose. They lost their edge. They're not feeling alive. You know, like we talked about this earlier. There's a big difference between existing in life and living. Most people are just existing and going through the motions. They're not thriving. They're not alive. They're not testing themselves. They don't have that warrior spirit. And so when you're not tapped in on that level, on an energetic level, like life seems really shitty. Like you're not excited when you wake up. You're not thriving. You're not in love with who you are in your life. And I want to help men and everyone that I work with fix that. I fixed that within myself from a prison cell so I can teach you guys. It's not that hard, but you got to really get out of your own way. Stop making excuses and stop allowing this soft world to dictate how you live and show up and, and live the right way. Uh, so that's my coaching program and my message. I also get to speak about this on stage, whether it's at a personal development event business related event, um, going to companies and doing things for their team, uh, culture, leadership, stuff of that nature. Uh, and then I authored my, my first book last year, uh, prison of your own, which is available on Amazon and just all kinds of cool stuff, man. We're kicking off a podcast next month. It's unstoppable mindset. Basically everything I just shared, we're going to be diving into concepts related to mindset leadership, uh, what it means to be a real man in 2022, uh, how to overcome the barriers that society and all these soft motherfuckers place on you, like all this stuff, right? So I'm excited, man. I'm excited too. And, and we shared a little bit about um, I, yesterday, my daughter had to go to the ER because she swallowed something and and it was a scary moment for us. And, and then it brought up what just happened to you in the last month. If you want to share in the importance of that, because we're going to teach people a little bit about as men, to get that work-life mix properly done and, and to get the priorities straight. Yeah, man. I mean, so coming from someone who spent 2000 days in prison, like you would think that would be the most difficult thing I've been through. Right. Uh, prior to that, my parents battled addiction. Like I grew up in a volatile household. So I've, I've experienced a lot of pain, a lot of trauma, a lot of suffering. But this last month I was in the hospital with my daughter as she fought for her life. She had pneumonia that caused her lung to collapse and her condition was worsening and they had to do a couple of procedures on her. Um, and it was terrifying as parents seeing your daughter there just in pain and agony growing weaker. Uh, it was the worst thing I've ever been through, man. Like the worst pain I've ever known. I literally sat in the hospital room with my wife and just held my daughter's hand and closed my eyes and prayed and just 
did whatever I could to put all my energy and like all my being like into helping her, man. Like that was the only thing I could do. I just sat in the hospital room and cried and just reflected on life and prayed and asked for help. And uh, she's okay now, man. We're back home and life is beautiful. And I've never felt more grateful for what I have and who I get to share this journey with. Um, But in the midst of being in the hospital, I was there for two weeks. My phone broke. I'm going through this really intense situation. So my phone broke. I wasn't on it. But once my daughter started healing, like I still didn't have it. So I wasn't on social media. Um, I was just there in the moment. And I was just thinking a lot about life and about how much time we spend, like not in the moment, not present with the people we love, especially men who are running a business or men who are on their phones or just society in general, like always looking at stuff, scrolling, we always have something to do. Like we can never just be in the moment content with what we have. And it's such a major problem, you know? And I started thinking about this and I started thinking about how everyone on social media in the coaching industry and the, you know, the space that we're in entrepreneurship leadership, personal development. Like, it's all about, look what I'm doing. Look at me. And it's just this like, show, 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 like, show me world. Like, look at me, that look what I'm doing. And I just started seeing how phony it all was and how we've been conditioned to think that's what's most important. And a lot of people live that way. But when you're in a situation like I was in in the hospital, I started to see the truth, man. And the truth was none of that shit really even matters. Yeah. Like, it doesn't at all. When your daughter's sick, when someone dies, when something really serious is going on, you can see and feel the truth. Like, I remember when I went, went to prison, all these things that I thought were true, all these beliefs, all this stuff that I had uh, done my whole life, I could see right through it. I sat in that cell, and all I thought about was, man, I wish I pushed myself to be better. I wish I didn't let excuses hold me back. I wish I really, like, tried harder in life and gave my all to this journey. I wish I was a better person. Like, I just saw the truth, and in that moment, it was clearly defined. And so I live my life differently ever since then. And that's what's helped me to use prison to my advantage and to come home and find success. Well, that same thing happened in the hospital. I started seeing how we get conditioned to behave a certain way. Or we, we think we have to do things a certain way based on what other people are saying or showing us. Money, success, like status. And in the hospital, I realized, like, like I said, like none of that shit matters. Like my truth, again, was redefined. And it was no, like. The time you have with the people you love is the most precious time that you have. And you'll never meet a person on their deathbed saying, damn, I wish I made another million dollars. Like all the people that are dying or old or that you talk to your grandparents, your relatives, they always say, man, like spend more time with the people you love. Be a good person. Make sure that you go after it in life and you don't die with regrets. Like they tell you the truth. Yeah. That was the truth that I saw and felt, man. And it's changed my life. And I want to share this message with people because I know a lot of high achievers, a lot of men, a lot of people ambitious and driven like we are. They don't understand this truth the way that I feel internally. Like they're still trying to find this balance that doesn't exist. They're still not prioritizing the right things in life. They're still just chasing success and thinking the money and the status and all these things are going to help them feel the way they want to feel. And it never will. It's temporary. It's fleeting. That's why you always need more. That's why when you hit that new benchmark that new goal you need to raise it because you need more because it's never enough yeah. and you need to realize you're going to be chasing it for the rest of your life and you're never going to have the joy or inner peace that you're really after and it's funny that you say that because when i when i've spoken to people who have passed away who have been content <laughs> as far as like their family life and everything the difference of the peacefulness of how they're like they're they're ready to go because of like Oh, you know, it's okay. I've lived a great life. Like the difference of of somebody there versus somebody with regret is so crazy. And I mean, 
what a blessing it is for you to be able to, yes, it was horrible what you went through, but to be able to share that to hopefully change other people's lives. Because at that point, it doesn't matter. I mean, we both work out. It doesn't matter whether you're working out, how tough you are. You can't save your daughter in that moment. And it's so crazy the way that feels like the the helplessness. And it doesn't matter how much money you make. It's, it's just, uh, I can't imagine what level that you went through and it's just fortunate that people are hopefully going to take this message seriously and really be able to resonate with it and do something about it yeah man i mean i got guys that reach out to me all the time that have money that have success that appear to be happy but they're not they're not it's because their energy is misplaced all they're thinking about is business all day long all they're thinking about is like that next move that next thing that next thing and they're never existing in the present moment and it's impossible to experience internal peace and fulfillment if you're not present in the moment. And everybody, I don't care who it is, everybody on this planet, they're all striving to experience joy, internal peace, you know, fulfillment. Like we chase money, we chase status, we get material things because we think that's going to help us feel the way we want. But those those feelings that we get from buying stuff or achieving things or, you know, status, they're fleeting, they're temporary. And so the only way you're ever going to really experience that inner peace and joy is by living present in the moment and ensuring that your daily thoughts and actions align to the person you want to be. If you start focusing on that and you train yourself to be in this moment and you train yourself not to try to multitask and do all these things and you you really train yourself to just exist in the moment, that's how you start to really feel that peace and you'll start to understand that, wow, this is what I've been searching for, this feeling right here. And it's going to change your life. But a lot of people have trouble doing it. What are some of the tips you give for men and, and people who want to just get that balance and like that mix properly right and be present in the moment to where, you know, because we society tries their hardest to get our, steal our attention. They try That's I mean, that's their goal. You know, media, social media, anything, TV, any of those things. What, what are some of the tips you give people to do to get to that point? Yeah, I mean, it's like, a you know, that part of your brain, it's like a muscle. You got to work it. For me, I first developed the ability to be fully present when I was in a jail cell facing life in prison. So at that time, I was in a six by eight cell and I never left. I never left for 24 hours every day. I just stayed in there every single day. And, you know, at this time, I didn't know how much time I was going to spend in prison uh, I was still really regretful for the life I'd lived to that point. So every day I'd wake up and I'd start thinking about my past and all the things I didn't do and how I didn't live up to my potential or, you know, really like give my all in life. And it started making me feel so depressed. And I just had these really negative thoughts or I'd wake up and my first thought would be like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to spend life in prison. How much time are they going to give me? When am I going to get out? Am I ever going to see my family? And it was just anxiety and fear. And so in those moments, I was being tortured by my my own thoughts, my own mind. And so in prison, you get really good at training yourself just to be in the moment and focus on what's in front of you. And it's almost a way to distract yourself from the fact that you're in prison and that you still have five years to go. Like, you don't want to think about that. It's painful, man. You don't want to think about people back home and what they're doing. It's painful. Like, you want to start to mitigate this pain. So in the morning, I'd start training myself just to, like, change that self-talk and focus on something right in front of me, cleaning my cell a workout, reading, writing. And I just had these routines that I started pouring myself into each and every day. And so for me, I I developed this capacity over time. For people out here right now, it's nearly impossible. 
Yeah. You have your phone, your laptop, you have kids, you have a business, you get text messages, calls, all this shit all the time. It's pretty much impossible. Um, so a couple of things that I think can help people. Number one is becoming a spiritual person. Honestly, like if you find a depth within you uh, that's like more important and more meaningful to you than all this external shit, like that's really crucial. A lot of people haven't been tested or put in a situation where they can really find that like spiritual depth. You know, um, I have pain and suffering for me is what led me to finding that depth within me. I'm not saying that you have to go to prison or lose a loved one to finally understand these principles I'm teaching, but you, you have to experience pain and suffering to an extent. That's why the men that I coach, I, I enact that pain and suffering upon them through their daily routines. I make them get up really early when it's inconvenient because uh, it's painful and it hurts, right? I make them be very disciplined in their nutrition and stop eating all this crap that, you know, their pleasure-seeking side wants, you know, their impulsive side. Uh, and then I make them do very difficult workouts, uh, things that test them and challenge them. And you'd be surprised, man, but those three things, like when you push yourself and really give effort to that stuff, you know, it, it helps you to like break through these conditioned ways that we all are existing in these ways of thinking, these ways of behaving. And there's something about a really challenging workout. Like, I mean, a really challenging workout that can just help you to have more clarity and more focus going into your day. And then if you structure your days the right way, and you have boundaries between, you know, your personal care, work and family time, and you have the willpower and the discipline that you're developing from that morning routine, that's going to allow you to put your phone away at the end of the day not go be on your phone in the bathroom when you're supposed to be with the family. Like these are things that you have to develop as you go. But that early morning, you know, routine, getting up early, developing that discipline, the workout carries over into these other parts of life. So like earlier, we were talking about a 10 out of 10 day. I have my morning routine, my workflow in the middle of the day, and then the end of the day is family time. For me, that allows me to be present in what I'm doing and give my all to that endeavor. And if I do my workflow the right way and I show up for my clients, I answer my work appointments. I put out my content. By the end of the day, like I'm done. I don't have any more stuff to do. I don't want to do that shit anymore. I just poured myself into all this content, all these interviews, all these coaching calls. All I want to do by that point is just be with my wife and kids. And so for me, it's like having that plan and having that system in place is really important. Otherwise, you get distracted. You try to multitask. You end up scrolling on your phone, watching stupid TikTok videos and stuff for hours. And then you're like, you know, obviously you're stressed out and overwhelmed. You just absorbed all this crap that just wasted your life. Yeah. And, and talk about a little bit, cause I know we're on the same page as far as the subconscious mind and how programming that is so important. I think people just ignore that many times. How, yeah. what was the so, best, what was the, what was the hack for that for you? Well, you have to understand your subconscious beliefs are probably negative and self-defeating for most people. That's why they have negative self-talk. Um, that's why they lack self-esteem like that comes from somewhere. It comes from your past. It comes from things that people said to you. And it probably comes from all the promises you broke to yourself, like every new year's resolution, right. To lose weight. Every time you said you were going to stop eating snacks and dessert at night, every time you said that you were going to not be on your phone after dinner, like you're consistently doing the things in in the op, you're doing things opposite of who you want to be. So your subconscious has no belief in you. Your subconscious is telling you like you're a loser. You're being a piece of shit. Like that's why you have negative self-talk. So the only way you'll ever change that is by developing this discipline we're talking about 
and doing the right thing and keeping these promises to yourself every day. This is the craziest thing. The most impactful thing I've seen for people out of all the neuro-linguistic reprogramming, out of like all the crazy stuff on social media, the meditation, uh, the journaling, the events, like imagine everything in personal development, like the most impactful thing I've seen to help people shift their thinking and how they're living their life is a really early wake up time that they commit to doing every day for a year. That's why my program is called Unstoppable Hashtag 365 MFR. Unstoppable 365 motherfucker, right? That means we show up every day to be our best self and we do whatever is required to be that man every day. If you go into these changes or you go into your life conditional, like, oh, on, you know, New Year's Day, I'm going to sleep in because I stayed up late. On Sundays, I sleep in. Oh, I drink on the weekends. Oh, yeah, like I'm going to be disciplined during the week. But on the weekends, I just eat and drink and do whatever I want. Like, you're not your best self and you never will be. You can't just do it sometimes. It's an all or nothing thing. You either are all in or you're all out. If you do it six days a week, you're all out. If you do it seven you could be a 365 motherfucker like me and my guys. But the thing that I'm and the reason I created this is because I kept seeing guys that were struggling. Like right. I would give them everything they needed, all the resources, all the coaching, all the accountability, but they were still struggling. And it was because they lacked discipline. And I kept going back to the one question, man, how can I get people to feel what I felt in prison and change their life? Because what I felt in prison changed my life instantaneously. Right. And I've been working to help other people with that paradigm shift so they could change theirs. And the thing I realized is that like I created discipline in prison through my daily actions because it was survival and I was just chasing the feeling. Like for me, my workouts, my early wake up time in prison, everything that I did every day was so that I could just go to bed at night and be like, I did everything I could to make this day count. Yeah, I'm in prison. I, you know, my life sucks right now, but I'm just giving my all. Like I had to feel that. Yeah. I couldn't just go to bed and be like, I'm in prison and I'm just doing drugs and being a loser. Like I couldn't do that like everyone else. I had to know that I was fighting and giving my best effort. And I realized guys out here, they're not. They don't go to bed with that feeling of like, damn, that was a day. Like, I gave my all. They're going to bed like, oh, man, I should have worked out. I should have eaten better. I shouldn't have been irritable to kids. And so, like, no wonder you're not living a purpose-driven life. No wonder you're not feeling alive and thriving. And I found that helping them to face challenges from the moment they open their eyes is so crucial. Like, that wake-up time. You're sending a subconscious message to your brain that I want to change, that I'm going to get up early and sacrifice sleep, go chase these goals. I'm going to create this man that I want to be. I'm not going to settle for this pussy that's been sleeping in and slacking in life. It sends your brain a subconscious message that your life's important, that what you're doing is important. And it changes the way they feel on an energetic level, man, like very quickly. Like you do this for a week or two. And these guys start showing up on the calls and they're so proud of themselves. Yeah. They're like, dude, I got up every day at four, Sean. I was fucking tired, but I've been doing it, man. And like, I've been doing the workouts and I'm sore, but I'm still going. And like, man, I'm feeling good. You know, you, you hear the difference in their tonality. You see it on their body language. Like you can feel it. Yeah. And it's, it's simple. It's just these acts of, you know, self-love. That's what I tell people. Discipline is an act of self-love. Oh, you don't so want to true. get up early, but you're doing it because you fucking love yourself and you want to be your best self so that you can be that person around your family in the world. Like, oh, you don't want to work out today, but you love yourself so much you're going to anyways because it sculpts a physique that makes you proud. It gives you energy. It gives you vitality. Oh, you don't want to just eat this food. Like, yeah, you want to eat the burritos, the nachos, the pizza, 
but you eat this food because you love yourself and you want to live longer for your family. You want to have more energy. You want to have more clarity. You don't want to get cancer and diabetes like all these people that are just abusing themselves. And so it all comes back to the subconscious message you send yourself. I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. And the person that shows up like that for months or years at a time, like they become unstoppable. And you see it. You see what they do in their life. I love that you say that because one of the things that from one of my, from a long time ago from my hospital experiences that I've been in for my surgeries is I started looking at, if you've ever been told that you can't work out, you suddenly have a mind shift and realize when you get to work out, it's I get to work out. So you want that so much more than you've ever wanted it because you realize how big of a privilege that is to be able to go do that and to be able to change your own physique and to be able to do that. So I when I changed my mindset for that, it was just so such an amazing shift for me. Tell tell everybody a little bit, if you can, what's the difference from somebody who who you've coached or you've seen who works out five or six days a week versus seven? Like tell us, talk about the shift. Cause you, when you, we talked about that the first time I loved, I love that piece. Cause I've never shared it with anybody. And I, I love the difference in that. Yeah. Well, it's really hard to build habits and discipline. Like it takes a lot of effort and it takes time. It's so easy to break a habit. It can take like a day or two. Yep. So you have the guy that works out five days a week, but then he takes two days off on the weekend. And then that becomes a Monday because, oh, it's a three-day weekend. And then all of a sudden there's a Wednesday where he doesn't feel like going. So you're weakening your resolve. And it doesn't take like this big event or this big decision to start weakening that resolve and that discipline muscle, right? You have to work it every day and everything you do. That's why we don't just work out. We get up early and we also eat clean. That's why we don't just get up early, work out, and eat clean. I don't drink alcohol. Like I I don't abuse food. Like I don't do all these things because really anything that you do that weakens your discipline is going to carry over into other parts of your life. And it just has a ripple effect. And the guys that don't commit to being 365 motherfuckers, like they end up giving up, they end up going back to their old ways. And that's that. And so the guys that do commit to it, they change their lives. Like I got so many guys that come to me that just want to get in shape and build their mindset. And then they leave their nine to five and they go off and they start their own business. Or now they're doing 1099 sales for solar life insurance. And they're making 30 K a month where they made 50 K a year in their other job. Like their whole world changes because they change and they see what they can do. And then they show up in life and they're like, fuck this nine to five. Like I'm going to go out and get it, man. I'm going to go chase these goals. Right. And they start showing up differently for their family and everything in their life starts to elevate because they've elevated themselves. And the cool thing about that is, is when you do that, if you teach that discipline, when you get into sales too, if they're doing those side hustles, oh my gosh, it so quickly takes over there, you know, because oh yeah, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's just like working out every day. So that's, that's crazy. You said that that's such a good point. So that's, thank you for sharing that. And I, yeah, I, think- I mean, exercise is by far the the most impactful habit that you can form to get an edge in any aspect of life. Like, here's the truth. If it comes to a speaker or an author or someone in business or like someone putting out information and giving advice or someone that I just meet, like I think differently of them if they're not in really good physical shape. If I see a guy who's in really good physical shape, I know he has discipline. He cares about himself enough to be like going to the gym every day, eating right. Like he loves himself. And I know that guy's going to show up differently in business or for his family or just in life. And I I automatically have more trust in that person. If I see someone that doesn't have a good physique and they're overweight and you can just tell they don't work out. I'm like, dude, this guy's just fucking missing the point. Like 
he's probably going to slack in other areas of life. He doesn't care that much. And for me, it's just, it's really important. It gives you an edge and a mentality that's going to add value to everything you do in life. I I agree a hundred percent. I've had, I've just recently within the past year, Establish this to where I have a lot of sales reps and I tell them they people who want to go become sales reps. And I say, well, you know, do you, tell me about your morning routine. Tell, let's talk about that really quick. And I say, let me tell you something. If you want to know whether you can make it in commission sales versus what you do now, here's what you do. Get up early in the morning and work out for two months straight. Every single day, not most days, every because because it's all managing yourself. That's 100% what, what salesmanship is. It's managing no. yourself. So if you can't do that, then you probably can't manage yourself with your finances and commission sales. It's, it's that simple. And they're like, well, I don't like working out. Well, then you can't manage yourself. It's, it's, it's that simple. You know that that's good for you. It's the same thing when it comes to your money and commission sales. So no, you're absolutely right, man. I mean, if you can't get up and and do that simple stuff every day. How do you think you're going to achieve at a, a massive level in life? Yeah. People have these big, huge goals, but like they can't even go to the gym and get up early seven days straight. Like just go settle for mediocrity because you can't get maximal results with minimal effort. I tell people that all the time. They want like the biggest, most like lavish things in life, like the biggest goals, the biggest achievements. You got to, you got to give that effort, man. You got to give maximal effort even make that a, a remote possibility. And you got to work your ass off and be so consistent that, you know, you force that growth and you force those things to materialize. Yeah. And I tell people, I tell them, if you've never done it, start small, start with 15 minutes or a half hour walk, build that up to an hour. Now do a jog. Now do now, you know, now. Yeah. Look like- yeah it's, it's incremental. It's more important yeah. just to instill the habit and discipline that everyone just tries to achieve the goal all in one shot. Like yeah. they get so daunted because they're like, how am I going to do that for the rest of my life? Like, can you go walk for five minutes tomorrow morning at five in the morning? Like, yeah. Okay. We'll do that for a week straight. And then let's talk. Yep. Uh, I love it. That's I'm, I love that. That's so that's a hundred percent why I think anything else you want to share any up, you have an upcoming event, right? When's that? When's that? Yeah. So I'll be speaking at Ken Jostin's event on create at the end of January in Atlanta, uh, there's still some spots available. So if anyone's listening, it's going to be an incredible event. Ed Milet's going to be speaking, Amberly Lago, obviously Ken, um, John Maxwell. There's just a whole lineup of incredible speakers. It's going to be focused on personal development, uh, business strategy, just everything that you want to learn and know as an entrepreneur, someone striving to achieve success. I love those events because you network, you meet people. And that's where really like the magic takes place, right? And then we go back to our lives and you see them on social media and you work these deals in the DMs and you build this network. So I'm grateful to be speaking there. I'm going to bring a fire, passionate message for the audience. I might just rock the whole place. Everyone's there to talk about money and success. I might go there and tell them they're all fucking wrong and they're doing it the wrong way, you know? Uh, and that that would really rock some boats. But no, I'm, I'm serious, man. I'm going to speak from the heart and share with, with the audience what I've learned, just like I did today. You know, um, we, we want to do everything to the best of our ability, but we don't want to lose sight of why it's important to us and why we started. And as long as you never do and you're firmly connected to that truth in your heart, like you're going to find what you want in life and you're going to live a great life. But if you lose sight of what's important uh, and you chase the success, you chase the money, uh, you're never going to find what you're looking for. I love it. And I love that you speak from the heart and you're so authentic, Sean. And the biggest thing is that, yeah, those are a lot of great big names, but also Sean Michael Crane is going to be there. So yeah. Yeah, 
That's right. Live and in person. So how do they get a hold of you? How do they, how do they find you for your, your coaching, for your speaking? How do they find you? Yeah. Um, Instagram, Shaw Michael Crane, same with Facebook, uh, Shaw Michael Crane. You can just look me up and shoot me a DM. I also have a website, prisonofyourown.com. Prison of Your Own is the name of my book. So if you want to check it out, it's on Amazon and other platforms. And I'll be releasing my podcast soon. So we got a lot of cool things going on. But for anyone listening, man, if you want to talk with me about coaching, about speaking, if something I said resonates with you and like you really feel that, like reach out to me. I'm a normal person. Like I'll talk to you. Uh, I'll listen to you. Um, I want you to reach out to me if you're ready to level up or if there's changes you want to make as well. I love it. Thank you very much. As always, Sean, I greatly appreciate your friendship and what you do and, and appreciate your message. Yeah, thank you, brother. I appreciate you having me. All right, thanks. We'll see you later. Look, I am just a man on a mission. If I want it, then I get it. I go. And if you're trying to test me a beast, you're going to need Liam Neeson. The chance that you're taking is flagrant. You're testing your luck. If you think you'll make it out, then you're sadly mistaken.